Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, welcome to the Digitally Uploaded Podcast, the, the companion podcast to digitallydownloaded.net. My name is Alan, I'm going to be your host this week, and with me this week, we've actually only got one other person, and it's Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, hello, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, it's good, everything's good. We've got, we've got Red Dead Redemption just came out, uh, Matt's really excited to play that. So, <laughs> yeah, no, so... Obviously, this week's been dominated for me by the idea of playing Red Dead 2, which I, by the time that you hear this podcast, I will be engrossed in, so that's all right. But um, we've got some good news really briefly coming up that um, the old Resident Evil games are coming to Switch, so it's continuing the trend of your console isn't real until Resident Evil 4 is on it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've got RE4 coming to Switch. We've got RE0 and RE1, so I believe if you've played the the HD Origins bundle. That's pretty much what we're getting as well as 4 HD, which will be 60 FPS, hopefully on the Switch, I'd say. And we'll be looking gorgeous because that game looks really good when it like runs well. So yeah, it's fun games. If you haven't played RE4, it's like one of the best games ever made. It's very, very fun. Very good. It's okay. Not, not super. Why do you undermine me? <laughs> it's ah, okay. It's one of the best bad. games ever. It is a well, masterpiece. Resident Evil 4 led to Resident Evil 5 and 6, which is... Yeah. 5 is, I would argue, a really fun game too, but 6 is just... Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so they're coming out. I'm a fan of the older older Resident Evils, so for me, Resident Evil 1 and 0 in, on Switch is cool. Really mm. cool. Really yeah. great. Very exciting. Especially 0. I really love 0. 0 is my favourite. It goes a bit silly understand. in the second half. It goes a bit silly in the second half, but that train that train opening is just brilliant. Yeah, so the first hour of the game is pretty good, and the rest of it's like, uh. <laughs> it's well, no, a... then, then you get into the mansion, and you're thinking, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. This is like a, you know, a continuation of Resident Evil 1, which it should be, and stuff. And, yeah, it goes a little bit silly after that. But, yeah, for about the first half, it's, it's I don't know, it's my favourite. It's atmospheric. It's atmospheric, Alan. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and you get to play as Billy. Why do you like? Okay, no, this is un. This is not allowed. No, he's trash. Billy, you Billy, are wrong. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. That's why he's so adorable. He's trash. No, I love Billy. Why don't you just play as Steve Burnside then? They made another Steve Burnside for no reason. It's terrible. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Billy is great. Anyway, Matt, before before I get mad at you more, <laughs> tell me about your little news for the week. Well, my, my big bit of news for the week is that Billy's coming to the Nintendo Switch. Sick. Great. <laughs> really into it. Yeah. <laughs> Atelier. There's a new Atelier game that was announced, which is great because the last one wasn't even released yet. So they're really picking up their rate of releases. But um, yeah, it's it's actually um, for people who are fans of the Atelier series, you'll know the Arlen series, which is great. That's lots of people's favorite including mine and um this one is a sequel to the original atelier Ireland trilogy which is something that i don't think anybody expected to happen but it's happening and it's great it's really exciting so it's More not a very... trilogy anymore it's a quadrilogy yes well yes <laughs> it's it's a it's the start of a new trilogy perhaps it takes place a generation later um so different characters and stuff. The main character is the daughter of one of the characters of the original trilogy. So, um, yeah, it could be the start of a new one, which is which would be just perfect because yeah, that's the probably the most colourful. I think the Ireland series is 
a lot of people really like it is because it is really bright, really colorful, even by the Atelier series standards. So um, you'd probably look at it and go, what the hell is going on? But it's... Um... <laughs> I think you're holding... So I might be able to understand it. Might. <laughs> But it's it's bright, right? It's happy. It's it's good. These games are comfort food RPG, and um, I'm certainly looking forward to finding out more about this one. I assume it'll probably come out towards the later half of next year. Mm. Sure, it should be all right. It's a RPG. I'm sure it'll be liked by people. <laughs> yes, and with that, that Matt- series has a lot of kind of stuck in the kind of mud fans so yeah um, there will always be a small core for it it's niche but it's it's exciting it's it's going to be better than red dead redemption 2 that's for sure you need to stop with this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right you can pick the music it's gonna be miku based what's what's the music yes it's gonna be well there's miku. a yeah no it's actually um written this time around because it's a song called happy halloween which is perfect for when this podcast is coming out i think because it's a spook cast. Duh.
and welcome back from that frightful song for two reasons. <laughs> so, um, it's it's November now. Isn't that exciting? It's very, very exciting indeed. Um, there's a bunch of games coming out, uh, and we've got a little bit of a list here to go through some of the ones that we are personally interested in. Um, so, Matt, would you like to sort of just go through and have a bit of a read of what we've got coming up for us? Yeah, why not? Okay, so on the PlayStation 4, we have the new Taiko the Drum game coming out on November 2, which is going to be great. Taiko the Drum is the bestest of the bestest rhythm games. Um, there's also a couple of packs of uh, DLC for Valkyria Chronicles 4 coming out, which is great for people who enjoyed that, and you should. Um, we've got World of Final Fantasy Maxima coming out later on well actually quite early in the month november 6 i've got here i think that's the american date but anyway it'll be about that for the west as well tetris effect comes out on november 9 and tetris effect is going to be great that's like a rhythm game mixed with tetris uh, i believe by the guy that made res yeah say. yep it is it's um oh what's his oh, it's okay we don't look at his name i'm gonna also butcher we it don't need to know his name, name. <laughs> but he's, he's the res guy great. <laughs> the res guy the res guy is back with tetris which is a really good mix i think anybody who has any taste is looking forward to that um let me see there's not too much happening in the middle of the month i know Fallout 76 is coming and some people are excited for that but uh, uh, yeah we should talk about that briefly though because early reports of that game are not super positive <laughs> <laughs> oh well yeah it's nice it's nice to be validated sometimes um battlefield 5 comes out on november 20 uh Stormboy, the game which is a tiny game it's not going to you know create waves or anything but it is an aussie game based on a piece of aussie literature that is well loved by aussies oh so <laughs> um, i thought you said steam boy like the no, no, animated movie and i was getting <laughs> really excited about that because that sounds rad <laughs> But Storm, what are you doing in Stormboy? Do you just play as a pelican? Uh, I think I think it's like a casual kind of um, lots of mini games or something rather. Um, oh, it, it'll, oh. it'll be simple. It'll be simple. It'll be simple. But it's you know it's it's going to be very Aussie, um, mm. and it, it it's nice to it's nice to see Aussie developers taking you know our literature and turning it into a video game because I think that might be the first time that's happened. Who knows? It might lead to a Tomorrow when the war began game down the track. I would love actually a survival game about Tomorrow when the war began. That'd be cool. It would. It would indeed. Um, and then rounding out the month for PlayStation 4 is Darksiders 3, which comes out on November 27. And Darksiders is very good. So it'll be interesting to see now that it's got a different publisher. It's with THQ Nordic rather than THQ. Mm. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I hope so. I hope it goes well. Uh, yeah. Looking at quickly at the Switch, uh, Transition comes out on November 1. Uh, if you haven't played Transistor before, you really should. This is it's by the great the, game. It is. It is a very <laughs> great game. A very, very great game. I have no idea what Kitty Love Way to Look for Love is, but I am intrigued. That comes out on November one. <laughs> I love. I love that on your list of games that we have, you've decided to put Kitty Love. <laughs> well, you know, the Nintendo the Nintendo Switch is the dumping ground for all kinds of weird stuff these days. So understandable. I I, I want to believe it's going to be interesting um there's also taiko the drum coming out on switch which is actually a different version than the ps4 version different songs and stuff so um and fun. Both. <laughs> i love that it's <laughs> called rum and fun that's great yeah uh diablo 3 which is probably the better diablo game out there <laughs> oh i'm angry <laughs> uh, 
well, yeah, Titan Quest is better. But anyway, it comes out on November 2. Um, 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 uh, Carnival Games comes out on November 6. World of Final Fantasy Maxima is also coming out on the Switch. It is a slower month because it's November, let's forget. Um, Battlezone Gold Edition comes out on Switch on November 8, and that's pretty cool. I enjoyed the VR one. Um, that's the tank like, game, right? Yeah, but it's the kind of the remaster or reboot of the one of the very first first-person shooters ever made. So it's yeah. all kind of wireframes, wireframe frame graphics and stuff, and neon, lots of neon. It's very yeah. '80s. I was born in the '80s, so I'm allowed to like neon. Um, what Fair else enough. have we got? <laughs> what else have we got? Yeah, Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon comes out towards the end of the month. Oh no, in the middle, 16. November sixteen. And everybody's going to get the Eevee version because Pikachu's too they're right. Yeah, he's not cute anymore. <laughs> Eevee's the cute. Uh, Sid, Sid Mayer's Civilization Six comes out on Switch on November yeah. 16, and I am so keen for that. Oh, I that's going to destroy some, my life. <laughs> yeah, I do love me some strategy game, and having it on the go is great. And then we run out the month with Cat Tales, which there's a lot of cat-based games this month. <laughs> Yeah, cat, cat, cat plus tails. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, it could be good. <laughs> I mean, any game could be good I in theory. Optimism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is. I, I love that you're going into this with such an open mind, as opposed to something like Red Dead, where you're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, Warframe comes out on the Switch on November twenty, and if that you talk to most fantastic. people. If you talk to most people, including apparently Alan, uh, Warframe is up there with the best free-to-play games that have been produced. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you've missed a couple of things here, Matt. And I'm going to go over Have I? You have, have I? indeed. Oh, no. It's Hitman oh, 2. No. It's the Hitman 2 month. Oh, the Sean Bean game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you forgot that one because it's it looks really good. That game looks fantastic. If you played the original season one of Hitman, like it's very good fun. And it also it's a very unabashedly 2006 era game. Like it just feels like a 2006 game on a PS2, but with the graphics of modern day. So it should be good. It should be really, really good fun. And we've also got the Spyro trilogy coming out on the same day. I didn't forget that. I just didn't mention it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Matt's, Matt hates fun, apparently, so that's all right. Um, we've also got uh, Wreckfest as well. Now, Wreckfest is made by the guys who made Flat Out, um, and it's based oh, around... Yeah, so it, uh, if anyone's ever played the old uh, Toker racing games or the V8 Supercars games on PS2 and Xbox original, I can't say Xbox One because it doesn't make any sense now... Um, if you ever played those sorts of games, this game is a lot like that. Um, really, really interesting destruction model for the cars. Really, really fun driving. It's been out on PC for about two months or so right now, but it's it's really, really good fun. That's coming out on the twentieth. So if you're interested in sort of, you know, aggressive racing games, then that's probably the one for you. And that's on PS4 and Xbox One. I think that pretty much covers covers the month. We've also got, I believe, Persona Q2 potentially coming out late November, but I'm not very sure i haven't heard anything about that um but that might be because i have my list here and it's the playstation 4 and nintendo switch um let me yeah, just check this the... is a 3ds game so yeah yeah let me yeah. just check the 3ds list because that would be weird there'd be like one game on it but let's see it's shall we one 3ds game coming out this month <laughs> if it is then that's actually my the one i'm looking forward to the most because i loved persona q 
um, like with an absolute passion. That game is amazing, absolutely amazing. So I'm so keen for this if it is actually it happening. Is. Yep, the 29th in Japan. Ah, <laughs> uh, in Japan. Yep. Oh, Got me all excited oh, for nothing, Aaron. I'm oh, so yeah. cranky at you now. Um, well, what are you looking forward to the most if you had to pick one game, Alan, that you can play? Oh, definitely not Fallout 76. Definitely not that anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, you know what? Civilization is probably the one that I'm the most excited for in terms of I need a game for my Switch because I've pretty much sold everything on my Switch except for Mario Kart. Just because I, I don't know, I don't play it as much as I feel like I should. Um, so I need a game like Civ to just consume the entire battery cycle of that console for me. Um, it, like, I also know that I like Civ already. Like, I spend a lot of time in Civ. <laughs> it's, it's too much. And this might be the end of my life, and that's okay. So, <laughs> Yeah, I think Civ's probably going to be the one I end up playing the most this month because it's just one of those games that just never stops giving. Um, yeah, and I like I like strategy games on the Switch. Real Politic, which came out a couple of months ago, it's not anywhere near in the same league as Civ, but I still ended up spending like eighty or ninety hours playing it because, yeah, it's just good to have. I don't know. For me, it's good to have that kind of really serious hardcore strategy game sitting there on my Switch when I'm on the train or something. Um, yeah, it's a good time. I like it. I like it. But in terms of the ones that I'm looking forward to the most, I got to say I can't wait to play World of Final Fantasy again. I'm really looking forward to that on my I Switch. I might do that on my Switch, yeah. It seems like a game I'm that would be suited for it. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to that. I love the art style of World of Final Fantasy. It's just so cute and so bright and so charming. And so the whole game's such a love letter to Final Fantasy fans, especially those from kind of way back. And um, yeah, I think after Final Fantasy 15 soured some people on the whole you know, franchise, it'd be nice what? to... Everyone liked 15, didn't they? <laughs> No, not not. I love fifteen, but the the you know the hardcore fans, the ones that you know write stuff like, if you haven't played this game, you're not a real gamer. Those kinds are really hardcore. <laughs> Those kinds are really hardcore throw gamers. More shade at the entirety of Red Dead, please. <laughs> I'm not. I'm never gonna. Oh, that review is just a classic, classic piece of writing. But anyway, um, EGM. Have a look at EGM's review of Red Dead Redemption it's Two. It's, it's, it's very post. Yeah, it's, it's a very good work of art. Um, but yeah, uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen put a lot of people off who were kind of stuck in the mud fans of the traditional Final Fantasy as such. Um, and I don't know, World of War, World of Final Fantasy kind of feels like what Final Fantasy Fifteen should have been for those particular people, if that makes sense. Yeah, and when's Dragon Quest Eleven releasing on Switch? Because I know not till I don't think they've put a timeline on that because I think they're having issues with it. Um, oh, great! And everyone knows when Square Enix has issues with something, that generally means somewhere six or seven years down the track it'll finally get released. Yeah, um, and like on one cartridge, they sell to the entire world, and everyone has to fight for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But speaking of speaking of Square Enix, uh, one game that is coming out this week, I believe uh, it might not quite be in november but what the hell we'll talk about it anyway kingdom hearts everything in one disc oh, yeah. package so if you for whatever reason haven't played one of the kingdom hearts games uh and i know it can be difficult to have played them all because they're all on wildly different platforms and stuff um this 
This package brings them all together into one. So every single game up to um, Kingdom Hearts 3 is on it. So there's your chance to play them and get your head around the narrative before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. I do want to say really quickly, as someone who's just replayed one, two, Chain of Memories to like halfway because, oh God, don't play Chain of Memories. Um, and Birth by Sleep, I think. Yeah, Birth by Sleep. Um, the story isn't that hard. You just follow the order that the games were released in and you should be okay, which I believe is what the setup for the menu is in the new package. <laughs> well, because that's, otherwise that's you're going to be really, really confused otherwise. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You're, you're meant to have played them all in the order they were released, but nobody actually did that, Alan. That's the problem. Yeah, because it's impossible. <laughs> it's physically impossible because when you have a game named 358 over two days, like, what does that mean? And I know what it means, and it's still stupid. <laughs> well, the other thing that always got me was like, even even the like super niche um, Kingdom Hearts games that were released have plot in them, which is absolutely oh, critical to the entire continuing. So like, like, <laughs> like, like um, the mobile game or the GBA yeah. game, the, the GBA yeah, one that was released, like super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually have to play this to make sense of what comes afterwards, and nobody did. <laughs> Just. I yeah, did, Matt. I did. <laughs> and it sucked. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you're planning on playing Kingdom Hearts 3, and it is a good-looking game that's been coming for about 10 years, so you probably should. Um, you, you, you do need to play this pack. You do need to buy this pack and play every single game on it. Like, you, you won't necessarily need to, because, to be honest, if you are not going to be interested in the story of Kingdom Hearts because it's dumb as hell, then that's fine. But, like... <laughs> Like, if you're like me and played the games as a child and were like, wow, that's pretty cool, um, go back and try and play them because they are very fun games, even if the story makes me want to throw up a lot. Um, yeah, there are, there are parts in those games that don't work very well anymore. That's all right. Um, yeah, yeah so I'll never... <laughs> I'll, I'll never, I'll never, I'll never understand. I, all I wanted from Kingdom Hearts way back when, when it was first announced, the very first one, and I got very excited about it because it was like Square Enix plus Disney. I was like, yes, this is great. An RPG, it's like Final Fantasy with Donald Duck. And I never got that. Final Duck. Is, <laughs> I, mean, I, I always really just, sad. I just... I just wanted Final Duck, and I never quite got it, which has always disappointed me. But anyway, a lot of people like these games. So on that note, we'll go to some music from Kingdom Hearts, I guess. Yeah, uh, so. some good music. Yeah, it's got good music. So Alan can pick a track, and we'll Welcome come back. And, there you go. And we'll come back, and we'll talk about Halloween.
it's a spooky time. <laughs> that was the worst intro I think I've ever done. That was really good, Alan. I, I'm really impressed by it. <laughs> Alrighty. High, high effort, high stakes gameplay. <laughs> if you're not a, if you don't know how to intro a podcast, you're not a real gamer. Um, <laughs> so, um, it's, it's Halloween as you probably will be aware because it's, it's Halloween. <laughs> um, and generally like games come out in Halloween and they do these things where you get spooked by them and then you have a good time with them. So, um, I think we're going to talk about some, some Halloween based games. Matt, tell us about Halloween. Tell Halloween us about is, it. Halloween is good. <laughs> Yeah, like you said, a lot, of, a lot of horror games come out around Halloween, I guess, because they try and tap into the seasonal spirit and stuff, and people like to be scared on Halloween or some nonsense like that. Um, I don't know about you, but this year it's relatively quiet in terms of the Halloween releases. I think it's because they haven't got a um, kind of blockbuster one, like Evil Within or anything like that coming out this year. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Was, that, was that last year Halloween, really? Or was it the year before? It was a Halloween game, wasn't it? They they tried to push it at Halloween. It's possible. I remember it coming out at some point. <laughs> I must remember <laughs> that game is really good too. I got really cheap. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, anyway um, like, don't even buy the other <laughs> horror games. Just go buy Evil Within too. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the one, I guess, the biggest pro kind of profile one that's been released this year is Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. Uh, right. That that comes out for Halloween, but I don't know. It's not really a, a Halloween game to me, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right, go in for it, Matt. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. It's just every like Halloween is a distinctive kind of style. Like it's ghosts and witches and stuff. You know, that kind of ties into the American uh, holiday or event that it's kind of become. But not every single horror game kind of fits with that, if that makes sense. Like, Call of Cthulhu isn't really ghosts and stuff. It's kind of cosmic horror. It's um, people going crazy. And it's got a very distinctive tone, which is different. So I've been playing through Call of Cthulhu. I think I can talk about it by the time this podcast comes out. Um, embargo's left, I think. Make, I think, make a note. Make a note. <laughs> otherwise, I'm in trouble. But uh, I've been playing through it, and it's actually really good, really enjoyable. Um, and it does a really good job of actually capturing the Cthulhu thing, uh, where it's not just about shooting monsters and all that kind of stuff, which isn't really what Lovecraft had in mind when he was coming up with his idea for horror. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't feel like a Halloween game as such. For me, the kind of... Probably the best Halloween game that I've played that came out came out at Halloween and was designed to be like a, a game for the season is the Costume Quest games, which aren't really horror. They're pretty cute, but they're yeah they're you know they tap into the trick or treating and the goblins and all of that kind of stuff. The kind of the the B grade, <laughs> I love the B grade them. magic and all that kind of stuff. It's great. I love them. I, I love, love them. That in your mind, Halloween is about trick or treat and goblins. <laughs> Nothing well, else. that is that is that is what Halloween. No, Halloween is is it ghosts is and, and spirits, and but it's yeah, it's about goblins. <laughs> it's such a Alan. weird thing to to focus. I would have said ghosts personally. Or like I did. I said ghosts and goblins, ghosts oh. and witches and goblins. That's what I said. All right. That's what I said. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'll back down. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, that's for me, 
that's what a Halloween game kind of is. It's not so much just about um, horror for the sake of horror. Um, so yeah, stuff like Resident Evil or Evil Within don't really fit as Halloween games for me. Um, something like Fatal Frame does. I think the last Fatal Frame game that came out on the Wii U came out at Halloween time as well, I think. Mm. And it worked. It certainly worked. I mean, it was very Japanese, obviously, but it was it was exactly what I kind of want from a Halloween-specific experience. Mm. Or, or slashes, of course, because... Because the Halloween... Course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The, the Halloween movie kind of made the slasher release on at, at Halloween a tradition as well. So Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, any of those kind of movies or games based on those movies is a good time to, come. Ooh, it's actually, a good time to put them out now. It's a good opportunity to talk about the Halloween movie very, very briefly before we talk about anything else. That'll How be fantastic. good does it look? It's fantastic. Have you seen it? Isn't it? Yeah, I've seen like the preview stuff. And like everything that I've seen about it seems to like tell me that it's like a 10 out of 10 movie. Yeah, everything I've read about it says that it's like the best Halloween movie since the original Halloween, which That's is not hard to do. <laughs> oh, come on. H2O was really good. What are you talking about? H2O was really good. I'm a big Halloween fan. Um, Michael Myers is my hero. Um, and yeah, H2O I was a big fan of. I liked... Mm. Which one was it? Four or five as well. Oh, I'm trying to think. Are you thinking of like the pumpkin witch curse one? Because that was bad. <laughs> no, not the Tom Selleck one. Jesus. No, that was that was a different thing entirely. That wasn't even really Halloween. No, yeah. um, I can't remember which of them. Four or five I really, really, really enjoyed and watched like a dozen times as well. Anyway, um, oh, I didn't actually mind the Rob Zombie. I was going to say the Rob Zombie ones are actually better than they had any right to be. Like they were yeah. decent films. I was surprisingly, especially the first one, I was quite quite impressed with it. So, uh, if this one, if this one's an actual improvement on all of that, then I'm um, I'm really excited for it. So, I yeah. just love um, Laurie. I forget her last name. Um, the actress, I love her so much. She's so cool. I want her to be my grandma. Sure. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know why I thought Laurie as in like just, you know Laurie Strode. Yeah, you know the actress. <laughs> you know she she's actually my grandma I've decided yeah so. she's 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 great she's been really she's good over so here. cool <laughs> she's, she's really good yeah um anyway back on topic go see that movie if you if you haven't yeah and you want to speak and yeah actually kind of related to that i'm actually going to play the friday the 13th game um, it's really cool it's a decent game i, I downloaded it because it was a ps plus thing um yeah. and it's been sitting there on my hard drive and i haven't really had the time to look into it just got back from Japan and all that stuff. But I'm going to put aside some time and play it over Halloween. And We should actually play it together. Yeah, let's do. Let's do that. <laughs> Easy. Because right. uh, for, 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 for listeners who haven't been following along with it, Friday the 13th is an actual attempt to do the Friday the 13th in game form where one person plays as Jason and yeah. the other four. Is it four other players? I think it's five. Four, five, however yeah. many. They all... They all play as the dumb teenagers who need to avoid getting killed. Um, and then, yeah. It, yeah, it's just a kind of stalker horror thing where you know, Jason is trying to kill them and they're trying to not be killed. So it kind of fits with the movies if it works. I hope it works. It does. I've heard it works. It's fine. Yeah. It's a very Dead by Daylight game, which is unfortunate because it was announced before Dead by Daylight and Dead by Daylight was very clearly a, a panic game. <laughs> <laughs> made it the last thing being like shit people like this let's make it let's make it now do it right now 
Um, yeah, that game's fun. Um, on that topic as well, Until Dawn. So I just finished Until Dawn with friends again. Um, and that is a fantastic horror game in that it is very slasher movie-esque. Um, it also made me very angry because some of the quick time events are just busted. And trying to <laughs> save people from the don't move is bullshit. <laughs> I'm still really yeah. bad. My favorite character died because of what <laughs> don't move things. And it's just like, all right, well, that's the end of my entire interest in this game ever again, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, so I was just really disappointed with the reveal of that one um, without doing spoilers for people who haven't played uh, it. Oh, the, um, the reveal of the thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really disappointing because they did such a good job of building it up and getting me intrigued and, mm. you know, making it like, it, it looked like it was going to be something really original and fresh and interesting. And then they go and do that. And I was like, oh, Fuck off. They ruined it. But <laughs> really that, I've ever uh, heard. <laughs> until, until, until that point, I was really I, I was a dawn. huge fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to that Dev's next one because the next... Mad at Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be great, I think. Yeah. Um, same thing, but set on a boat, basically, which is cool. I love boat. <laughs> oh, and actually... It's not a it's not a release, but it was announced this week, I guess, to tie into the whole spirit of the thing as well. Um, Layers of Fear Two is coming. Yeah, that game, the first, which is bad. great. I'm looking forward to it because I'll laugh at it. <laughs> bad. It was great. It was really good. I thought it was an actually a, a really good standout example of how to do horror. Um, mm. Actually, I, I got... without without relying on action and monsters and stuff. I found it really good simulator. It's goofy. <laughs> like when you can, there's a part where you can watch a doll face plant into a wall just on repeat because they didn't fix one of the trigger zones for that animation. So you can just walk backwards and forwards and just watch this young, like child sized doll just like sprint full on into a wall. And it's my favorite thing. It's one of the best parts of that game. It ruins the game's tone, and like the game does pretty well most of the time. But yeah, oh, it's 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 very very hard game for me to recommend to a lot of people. Um, but on a similar train of thought, though, Alien Isolation, best horror game ever made, because I don't ever want to play it ever again. <laughs> it's really actually good. that's one of those rare cases we kind of agree, Alan. I actually really liked Alien Isolation as well. Oh, we have found one thing. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. we, we actually agree on something. Now, that was a really good game. Uh, yeah. I'm a huge fan of, of all the horror genres out there. Kind of stalker horror is my favorite, I think. Because um, it's horrifying. I, well, I like I kind of like not being able to fight back, um, if that mm. makes sense. Because to me, once you start getting weapons and stuff, uh, you start feeling more empowered, and empowerment doesn't gel with my idea of what horror should be. So the end of Resident Evil 7. Does not work yeah, um, because of that. Well, most most the, the entire Resident Evil series doesn't really fit with my idea of horror. It's more those are kind of more B grade kind of zombie action games, um, and they're fine for that. I'm, I'm not criticizing them. I'm just saying, like in terms of actual horror, if I'm playing a horror game, I want I want to feel disempowered. And Stalker Horror, of course, does that really well. Um, so Alien Isolation did a really good job of that, especially mm -hmm. since the whole Stalker Horror genre is kind of died away a bit yeah um, on the ps2 there was like one coming out every week most of them were from capcom there was like, like haunting rule, ground of and, rule of rose uh haunting ground clock tower three they all just kept coming out uh, gregory horror show was kind of stalker horror as well 
So, you know, they all came out quite close to one another. And I was like, yeah, this is great. Um, this is when Capcom was at its best. And that's all faded away. Um, so Alien Isolation kind of brought it back, which was good. Yeah. I, I was very happy about it. through with some friends as well right now. And it's a game that I can only play for about an hour max in a single go. But <laughs> I get, like, just so anxious. It's also, like, I, we're at the point in the game now where there's a lot of humans and there's a lot of not bishops and there's a lot of alien <laughs> and watching that dynamic change in that situation is really really interesting so if you are interested in that game you can get it for like 20 bucks most of the time now with all the dlc so yeah it's pretty cheap it's, it's speaking what? of speaking of there is one uh stalker horror game that's kind of come out recently which i should recommend at this point um and it's called home sweet home when I started to play it, I thought it was pretty crappy, kind of indie, bad attempt at horror. But the more you play it, the more you kind of get really stuck into it. It's actually based in Thai um, horror storytelling. So a lot of the stuff that you encounter will seem a bit unfamiliar and whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's quite short. It's only a couple of hours long. And it's really, I, I was impressed with it. it turned me around i thought it was going to be crap when i started um but within about an hour i was like oh yeah this is actually quite good <laughs> oh i love the possibility it doesn't, it, it doesn't start well it does not start well it starts like every crappy uh b grade as in not good quality uh horror game that you've ever played but yeah it does turn itself around once it gets into the storytelling mm. and once it starts making the mysteries or starts to reveal the mysteries or starts to get you kind of involved with it it's really good Okay. And finally, my recommendation, it's an older game now, but it's kind of the one I think that stood out to me this generation as my favorites, and it's called White Day. Oh, um, no. Oh, I, I love White Day. Why? <laughs> it doesn't work. Why, Alan? I it's, love White Day. It's not scary. <laughs> it's, a, it's a spooky man with a broom. <laughs> it's going to sweep you away. <laughs> Oh, Alan. It also I love bad I love White I love White Day. No, it's it's good. It's charming. Oh, it's qu it's quaint. It's my kind of game. It's very quaint. Is it horror? <laughs> it's it's great. So for people who haven't heard of White Day, um, it's it's a Korean horror game uh, from way back. Actually, it's quite an old one. They've recently done the PS4 version and the new PC version is a remaster of sorts. It's not a great quality remaster. It still looks its age, I guess. But yeah, it's another stalker horror game where you can't really fight back. Your job is to kind of stay out of the way of this dude with a broom. He's the janitor. He's not a very pleasant guy. Um, and solve some puzzles. Solve some puzzles uh, while ghostly things are going on around you. And yeah, it's 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 very Korean. Um, it's also bad. It's not. Alan, Alan, Alan. I take back what I said about Alien Isolation. It sucks. <laughs> okay, well, you're still wrong. It's <laughs> wrong. That's fine. It sucks. <laughs> I'm going to pick the music. I'm going to pick music from White Day now just to piss you off. I don't know if there is any. It's just a mad like song, hardly. There's the opening track, so that's it. Ha! White Day music. We'll be back soon.
Uh, we're back. Sorry to say this, but we actually have some technical issues which has stopped us recording a third part of the podcast. Very unfortunately, I wanted to talk about all kinds of stuff. We had this big plan to talk more about horror games and stuff. I did want to quickly mention, I forgot in the last section, uh, Yomawari. If you haven't played Yomawari before, I highly recommend Yomawari because it is really, 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 really good. Uh, it's on the Nintendo Switch as a double pack now, and those games are uh, great little stalker horror games, as we were talking about in the previous section. But unfortunately, uh, I'm probably not going to be able to talk about much more because of these technical issues. But I hope you enjoyed the podcast across the two sections that we had. And thank you very much for listening in. We will see you at the next podcast. And uh, have a good week. Thank you very much.